In the watch enthusiast universe, the watch enthusiasts are represented by two separate yet equally unimportant human beings. KC, who has nothing, and John John, who knows nothing. This is their podcast. The KC and John John Show! Hello everybody, and welcome to the 48th inaugural episode of KC and... John John? Right, 48th, right? I know it's the 39th episode... Yeah, but I do believe it's the forty-eighth episode. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't matter because, like, we're not going to use the word number four anyway. So that's right. Thirty-nine I is the correct name for it. And Indeed. once again, if you have complaints, who do you go pick to? it up with? Uh, who are you going to call? Call Marshall. Marshall oh, Marshall. Yeah, at Marsh underscore Kai on Instagram. And that's the first aneurysm of the day for him. Um, One of many, I'm sure. Yes. (laughs) But dude, before we get started, right, Mm -hmm. I I just want to say congrats, man. To me, obviously. Yeah. um, You know, on your new album dropping. Yeah. Yeah, I love the songs, man. It's a really nice one. (laughs) I I especially love the track called Why You Know Love Me. (laughs) So, um, guys, in case you guys don't know, uh, if you guys wonder what John does on his off days, I think everyone knows that I work as a doctor, but nobody really knows what John does. And John is, you know, obviously John Mayer. So um, the new album, Sob Rock, um, fantastic album. And Why You Know Love Me has got to be the highlight of it. So Yeah, I mean it's it's the it's the lead single. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Not not the other four or five songs that have already been released as singles. Um, it was... it's Why You Know Love Me. <laughs> you know it's uh, it was it was written, you know, through the experiences I've had in life. <laughs> but yeah, so um, speaking of why you know love me, um, we're we're gonna do a bit of a listeners lounge, which is a follow up from last week's episode, where we talked about negativity um, in the industry, in the watch uh-huh. fam, and stuff yes. like that. And of course, we're gonna start off with. Uh, Will, because Will, um, having looked, I presume, at my question about negativity and bad experiences. Uh, this, this is a watch clicker on Instagram, by the way, yes, in, case, yes. in case people aren't aware of who Will um, is. Yeah. But so yeah, I, but, either, either having looked at your question or listened to the our podcast. episode, mm-hmm. our previous episode, um, yeah, go, go on. He's, he's, he, he's done he, a question he, of his own, hasn't he? Yeah, he did. And he was asking like, oh, um, he, he phrased it in a way it was like, oh, why is everyone at the watch fam so grumpy recently? Um, mm-hmm. share, share positive experiences that you've had uh, and like positive feedback only pretty much, but not yeah. in those exact <clears throat> words, but pretty much. Because if he used that word, uh, if he used that phrase, we could have gotten Marshall to sue him, I guess. Yeah, because we've copyrighted that. Yeah, but he he decided to post like a counter questionnaire. So, um, Will, if you're listening, fuck you. Mm -hmm. And also, now you know why I like the song called um, Why You Know Love Me. Because I'm supporting (laughs) my friend. Uh, So, let's let's move on to the actual answers. Yeah, let's Um, dive right into Listener's Lounge. Our first weekly segment of the week. So... Um, John, you want to start with the obvious ones? I do want to start with the obvious one. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so, one of our uh, 
So uh, we listener, one of our listeners or uh, or followers, you, I guess. Followers, I mean, we I said we're going to keep this anonymous, and yeah. we shall honor our promise. We shall, um, except for the first one. No, no, I, I feel like I feel like this has to be the first one because I need to, I need, I just need to clear this, clear this sure. out, right? Okay, go for it. Um, so our first, our first response here says John has a tiny PP. <laughs> um, and to which your response um, is first of, first why of all, why you no love me? <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is not going to go very well. <laughs> um, first of all, yes. uh, racist. Mm, fair, fair. And secondly, um, bold of you to think I have a PP. Also true. Yeah. And anyway, thirdly, why you no love me? Okay. Yeah. Um, moving on. Um, the next one in, is the only one that we're going to name today is at Marsh underscore Kai, who says, fuck you, Casey. Yeah. So that's just that's just rude and uncalled that's just rude. for. I mean, he's he's basically all the negativity in the watch fam. He, um, he yeah, he personifies it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, Marsh guy, fuck you. So yeah. yeah. Uh, the next obvious one, John. Um, honestly, I have the no one, idea. The one that we anticipated, the one that we oh. knew people were gonna say. Oh, um, yeah. So. The the asshole that we mentioned last week, it's about time ten ten. <laughs> I mean, there's there's really two of them, but we know which one this one uh-huh. is. Um, says yes, you and John. Yeah. So apparently, we are the negative. Yeah. So that's a pretty negative thing to say. <laughs> yeah. So. So technically, you are the negative. Yeah. Whichever so it one be, it is, Jason or yeah, Kenneth, it would be like, yeah, me, me yeah. is the negative. Exactly. So yeah, screw you, man. Me is so. the negative. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now the rest, the rest are gonna stay anonymous from now on. Yeah. So um one of them says, too many people supporting the purchase of a new watch. It's the worst thing that's happened to me. Now, I think we should keep this anonymous, but I also feel like this is a personal attack on us. Yeah. Cause that's our tagline. We we say we invented the phrase baila. Yeah. And like literally no one's ever said that in human history. Ever. Ever. And now this dude or dudette is yeah. saying that, you know, it's the worst thing that's happened. So Or non-binary. Yeah. So dude, um, it may seem like it's a bad thing, but it's constructive advice. Yeah. So, you know, like the, the best pills are the bitter ones. You know, the best medicines are the bitter ones. So you really got to <coughs> take this advice to heart. It's not the worst thing that's happened to you. It's the best thing that's happened to you. Yeah. And keep I think, I think I think this person needs to change their perspective of life. Right? I think they are the negative. Exactly. Yeah. You're looking at this advice negatively when it's actually positive advice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so, so- first of all, fuck you. Change your <laughs> mind. There's no second. Moving on. <laughs> so, uh, the next one, uh, who mm-hmm. we're going to keep anonymous again, says that they bought a Fufu Submariner for fun. Presuming Fufu means Fugazi or like fake, I yeah. guess. And to tinker with it, and I got judged because I wore a fake. Yeah. Uh, First of all, fuck you as well. <laughs> Like I mean, if you're if you're gonna buy a fake watch, uh-huh. then you deserve pretty much everything that's 
coming to you. Yeah. I mean, I if, 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 pe- if people don't um, realize that it's fake, I mean, there's, there's a lot of fake stuff out there. Oh, yeah. Some very well-produced fake stuff where you can't Indeed. really tell. Yeah. Um, then whatever. Like, that's, yeah. that's just for, I mean, you can, you can judge yourself yeah. on what you've done. Because um, um, I think this was something that was brought <clears throat> up by, oh, God, um, Nick from Orion Watches as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was mentioning shout out Orion's sponsor us sponsor us um, he was mentioning I think because someone on on YouTube I think who's also on Instagram he had a video on YouTube that was about comparing um, fake watches to real ones uh huh right and his video I think got taken down and if I'm not mistaken I think his channel was even like temporarily banned Mm-hmm. for featuring fake stuff and right the guy was like no i'm i'm featuring the fake watches to educate people yeah right um to, to sort of show people the differences between the real and the fake and so that you don't get caught out yeah but nick raised a couple of interesting points because when i first heard it i was like okay that makes sense right like it mm-hmm. would help people to avoid fakes in a way yeah right uh but nick was mentioning that uh firstly if you can compare a real and a fake watch, mm-hmm. where'd you get a fake one? Mm-hmm. You had to have bought it, right? Yeah. Or you have to like know someone who has bought one and you're kind of supporting that whole thing. Um, the second thing is you are gaining clicks and views by talking about fake stuff. Mm-hmm. So you're sort of profiting off that whole thing. And finally, and I think this was the most interesting point, it was... The fact that by highlighting the differences between the real and the fake one, mm-hmm. you're not just educating people on how to avoid the fake ones. You're also educating the people who do the faking mm-hmm. on what they should improve, mm-hmm. which was something I hadn't thought about, actually. Yeah. But it's a good point, right? Yeah, it's a good point. I mean, I guess there's, you know, there's two parts to, to, to this story. Well, not, not really story, but... But yeah, I mean, there's two ways of looking at it. Yeah, and that's that's an interesting perspective that I, that I, well, I guess we haven't thought of. Yeah, because like, you know, I mean, I I I would say that from an educational standpoint, especially mm-hmm. for people who are into watches, yeah, um, it's good to to know what mm-hmm. to look out for just in case. Yeah, but on the also flip side, this. I suppose there's this. So, um, yeah. and I guess that that maybe that's another question we can put out to our yeah. listeners true and and i think one more thing that nick mentioned I, uh, which i just remembered was he said that if you highlight how close the real and the fake ones are yeah it's also possible that you will lead people into like oh why should i spend this much money when i can just buy the fake one that's that yeah. close which is also another you know pretty then, decent point but then again that that really depends on the person it does i feel i feel that that's really up to the person watching or listening it does um, but what nick mentioned was the best way to get rid of fake watches is to basically suffocate it meaning you don't give it any attention you don't mm-hmm. give it time of day you don't talk about it you don't mention it you don't do videos about it so that there's less awareness of it i guess yeah you know that especially because you know these these fakes which are so close to the real ones and i don't think we should mention any specific models but mm-hmm. I don't think people are aware of how these watches exist. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, it's probably best to stay away from that. Yeah. Right. So yeah. So uh, to this anonymous response, um, first of all, well, I think I've already said this already, but fuck you. <laughs> and you know, if you don't want to get judged by people who are actually into watches, uh, don't buy fake. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how fucking easy that is. Like, I mean, you don't deserve to. You don't deserve to say that you got negative responses because you got a fake because you deserve it. Anyway, right. moving on. Um, just one last thing though. Okay. Firstly, like, if you're really going to buy a fake for fun and to tinker with it, yeah. if you're going to wear it out, then expect to get dissed. Yeah. If you really want to buy it for whatever reason, keep it yeah. to yourself. Yeah. And secondly, if you really just wanted it to like tinker with it, there are so many homages out there. Yeah. Get one of those. You buy you buy buy Seiko and then tinker with that. Yeah, because there's so many modding. There's so uh, many more things you can do, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So yeah, just Tink- nah. <laughs> Bought a fake to tinker with the fuck out of here, man. Move on. Yeah. Then the next. Maybe one we are the negatives <laughs> as we've already pointed <laughs> out. But yeah, but this guy can go fuck himself. Anyways, yes. the next one. The next one. Um, at a red bar event, uh, someone started asking questions about. How this person owns so many watches on their level of income. That's pretty fucked up. That's pretty fucked up, yeah. I mean, don't right. assume, don't assume yeah. what someone can or cannot buy, right? Exactly. You know, like some people do nothing and have a lot of watches anyway. Why are you so much money? <laughs> but yeah, so you know, like, why would you? question this kind of stuff like people have watches just deal with it yeah right i mean yeah, well, i mean as as we've as we discussed in our previous episode some people mm-hmm. just are jealous and salty man yeah and like right. you know you they they use all these ways to like bring you down but yeah yeah because i mean you can have money from so many other sources yes. than your like day job yeah Right? So, yes. who are you to question how this person got their watches? Yeah. And that's, just, that's, just, that's just fucked up. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the next one says, uh, the most of you laugh at the misfortune of others. I mean, that's the point of other people being in misfortune, right? So, I don't get this response. <laughs> yeah, I, I... Is it a schadenfreude? Maybe. Uh, to be fair... <laughs> We do take part in Schadenfreude once in a while. Most of the time. <laughs> so again... Um, let's it, let's it, not kid ourselves. It, it builds on the case that we are the negativity we are the negative. watch yeah. But yeah, okay. Um, that one we're just gonna agree with, I think. Uh, this next person. This one I definitely agree with. It, it's very astute. I think yeah. you should take this one. Um, <clears throat> so this very intelligent and also incredibly handsome person, presumably. The sort <laughs> With a huge pulp. PP. <laughs> <laughs> the hugest PP. <laughs> um, so they say the lack of sponsorships for Casey and John John is sad. They deserve much more. Yes. And, yeah, um, and we, we totally agree. I think, I think it's a, yeah, it's, it's a all round negative from the watch industry. Not just a watch fan, but watch industry actually that we lack the sponsorships that we definitely deserve. I agree, and and yeah. I'm gonna say that without revealing who this person is. Yeah. Um, I don't generally agree with this person very much. Yeah. But on this point, one hundred percent, one hundred and ten percent. 
Yeah. I mean, how, how could you not agree with this incredibly intelligent response? Yeah. It, it's, it obviously comes from a person who is extremely wise and intelligent. Yeah. So yeah, agreed. So next one, um, this comes from another anonymous listener who says, (laughs) when people say letter on divers are unacceptable and that divers cannot be dress watches. Mm-hmm. Bite me. What do you think, John? I would say in the in this in in the realms of negativity within the watch industry, I think this is just a a matter of opinion. Yeah, but also I kind of agree because some people have very strong opinions on this. That's true. It, it depends. It depends on the delivery of such opinions. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because like know, some people like. Like if, if someone mm-hmm. if someone had a sub for example and yep. you know chucked it on a, a leather strap or a cloth mm-hmm. strap or whatever and the other person's like oh I mean it looks it looks alright but I w- I would prefer mine on a bracelet that's fine that's fine that's a yeah. matter of opinion but if mm-hmm. someone if someone straight out is like what the fuck are you doing like why why have you got a you know why are you using leather straps on a on a dive watch that's stupid like you can't dive with that shit first of yeah. all fuck you yep. Yeah been saying that quite a lot uh and secondly <laughs> who the fuck is using a dive watch to dive these days yeah um other aside than from, aside friend, from the furry yes yeah. aside from furry yeah um and i guess some watch journalists inverted commas and using that term very very loosely <laughs> very loosely uh but yeah i mean you know if your daily job doesn't yeah. involve any risk of exposure to water or anything else. Yeah. And you want to put your watch on leather, it doesn't fucking matter what watch yeah, it is. Exactly. Right? I mean it's your fucking watch. You you can do whatever the fuck you want yeah. with it. And the second part of it, like divers can't be dress watches. Yeah. There's definitely a very strong opinion on that because definitely a lot of people are like, oh no, dress watches. Um if you're wearing like, for example, uh, you're in a black tie event, right? Yeah. You're in a tux, you're in a suit, you should not be wearing a a dive watch. Yeah. You should be wearing like a simple two or three hander, no date, no complications, etc. Yeah. etc. Fine, that's that's your thing. Do whatever you want. Um mm-hmm. because I mean who dress codes are not really a thing anymore. Uh, they kind of are, but they're getting more and more lax. Because you yeah, know you're starting I, to I see think people, I think the realm like like people are generally dressing more casually now. Yeah, because the whole suit and sneakers look is a thing now. Yeah, which is not for me personally, but more power to you. Like clothes, clothes are not really for you. I mean, thank thank the Lord that you do wear clothes. But like, <laughs> I mean, we've already established in the past I was, that you're I was, not. I was just gonna say, should I go nude from now on? <clears throat> yeah, you're not much clothes of a... in general are not for me, right? <laughs> 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 You're not much of a, a fashionista, shall we say? I, I'm I'm really not. Yeah. I'm not. But just, yeah. like they're there they're there to shield the world from your nudity. Yes, that that's yeah. pretty much all it is. To cover your aurat. It it's there to cover my aurat and it's also there to <laughs> shield me from bodily fluids and COVID. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much all clothes are. Not me. not an expression of personality. Yes. No. So, yeah. uh, we're with you, um, anonymous listener. Um, we definitely agree that, you know, do whatever you want. As long as you're happy and it doesn't hurt anyone else and fuck what anyone else says. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, you want to take the next one, which is a bit perplexing? 
this says no sign crowns. <laughs> I don't know what this means. I, does he mean that he doesn't like the fact that some watches don't have signed crowns? I don't know. Um, anonymous listener, next time if you uh, respond to our questionnaires, please elaborate. Anyways. Yes. Or, or, you know, just DM one of us and let us know what you meant. Yes. Because we're kind of confused by this one. Yeah. So, the next, and I think the I think last final. one. Yeah, final yeah. one. And this one's a wide one. Yeah. Um, he says, or she says, or they say. They say. Just judgment and ignorance from people who only get their info from the internet. I well, feel attacked. I was going to say the last part is a little bit unnecessary because a lot of information that we have comes from the internet nowadays. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I definitely agree that judgment and ignorance from people is definitely an issue when people don't know what the fuck they're talking about, just talk shit. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think what this person means is, you know, some people who, for example, see statistics and dimensions or stats on the internet and immediately mm. assume that it's a shit watch mm-hmm. without actually, you know, having hands on time or seeing the watch in person, etc. Yes. So maybe that's what this person means, uh, which I think I would agree with because there's definitely a lot of armchair experts, right? Mm-hmm. People who just judge, they read an article, they read the launch yeah. announcement or whatever it is, and they just assume. And right. I would say I would say this this transcends just the watch. Oh yeah, um, the watch community. Like sure. I mean, we talk about football. Yeah, you know, you have your armchair tacticians and managers. Mm-hmm. You yep. know, unlike myself, who is a football manager. Yes. <clears throat> so I'm familiar with all these things. Um, but you know, you have a lot of amateurs who are just you know making comments about things that they may have read in some opinion piece and then that's yep. just applied or you know just being a racist or you know the alternative you know like hindsight like oh you know um, a yeah. certain manager shouldn't have put in certain substitutes because all of them missed the penalties yeah um hindsight is 2020 yeah um it definitely could have gone the other way in which case everyone would have been praising him yeah of so, course yeah so but then that, you know you, you don't sim- you, sim- you don't simply put a 19 year old as your final penalty taker, you know, right. taking one of the also, most important penalties. That that one seems like common sense, right? Yeah, <laughs> that and, particular yeah. one really seems yeah. like common sense. But speaking of uh, football, mm-hmm. and on something totally unrelated, mm-hmm. after the Euro finals, yes. um, congrats Italy! Yeah. It came, it came Rome. Um, this is the football equivalent of why you know love because it came Rome (laughs) it came Rome but yeah so apparently Formula 1 racer Lando Norris of wait okay so I have have a burning question about this guy right so is he like the love child of Lando Calrissian and Chuck Norris yes okay that makes a lot more sense yes but um, he he drives for McLaren in F1 and his performances are a little bit short of his uh, parents. Let's just put it that way. Okay. Yeah. So he's he's pretty good, but I think maybe McLaren is letting him down. But anyway, he attended the Euro 20, 2020 finals, mm-hmm. 
which is still so weird. Why is it not fucking called 2021? But um, he went to the finals. When he was leaving, mm-hmm. he got robbed. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he was apparently wearing a Richard Mille. Yeah. And it was stolen. Apparently, it's worth something like 40,000 pounds or something like that. Yeah, which I feel... Um, it's on the lower prob- end for it's Richard It's on the lower end, and I assume that it would probably be worth more. Yeah, right. So here's the thing: like he he's known to have the Richard Mill McLaren edition, mm-hmm. which is worth in excess of like three hundred thousand pounds, I think. Uh, but he apparently was not wearing that one on the day, because mm-hmm. you know, of course, of course, he has a collection of of uh, Richard Mills, and the one that was stolen was apparently forty thousand. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, so, hear me out. Hear me out. Maybe he bought. A fufu to tinker with that. That's why it's worth like ten times less. In which case, it's a blessing in disguise that he got robbed. Though I think he may also get the wrong message and be like, "Oh, you see, the chance of getting robbed is so high." Yeah, I might as well only wear fufus. Yeah, exactly. So that would also be bad. But either (laughs) way, um, Lando, uh, we hope you find your watch. Yeah, yeah. Moving on. What's the next bit of breaking news? And I think this one is a favorite of yours. Um, well, <laughs> separately, I do enjoy them. Mm-hmm. So one part of this collab is uh, a little known brand called Seiko. Right. And it's not that well known that they are from Japan. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. They're a they're a Japanese watch brand. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um and they have a collaboration with this uh I don't know if you're aware of this game company called Nintendo. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I've heard of them. Yeah, so I, like one of one of their uh one of their games is called Pokemon, which is uh what's the What's what's that what's that Eng- what's that word for like when you join two words together to form a a portmanteau? Yes, it's a portmanteau of pocket and monster. Uh-huh. Um Pokemon. Right. Yes. So they have a collaboration of three I assume Mecha Quartz chronographs. Yeah, I think so. Um featuring the three starter Pokemon from yep. the first generation. Mm-hmm. So these are Bulbasaur, Charmander, and Squirtle. Yep. Yes. So it and shows it shows like the 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 base Pokemon, and then mm-hmm. its first evolution, and then the last evolution on the back. Yep. And yes. then there's a Pokeball. And it's a Pokeball for I think the running seconds. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Firstly. Fucking shit. <laughs> this is genuinely terrible. Good God. Like, is it that hard to make a good looking one? Because Jesus Christ, these are fucking bad. These are really fucking terrible. Because like, it's like you said, you know, like we enjoy them separately. Yeah. But these aren't just no. Yeah. Just no. And here's the thing. Like, this is the second series that they've done. Of, of yes. Pokemon watches. Yes. Um, the first one was... I mean, there were hit and misses, but there were definitely at least two that I can remember that were actually, you know, quite nice. 
Yeah, so the first generation was definitely not as bad. Let's put it that way. Mm -hmm. And you would have thought that they would have improved or iterated on that design. But no, apparently not. Apparently they are just like, nah, let's let's make it worse from here on out. So, uh, Seiko, I think you should probably try again. Yeah? Try harder. Try harder, for sure. And speaking of watch collaborations. Um, and also sticking to, well, one half of it is in Japan now. And also Nintendo. Yes. Um, so even though it's from Japan, this is about mm-hmm. an Italian plumber. <laughs> yes. Um, called Mario. Yes. And... They have done a collaboration for God knows what reason <laughs> with Tag Order. Oh my God. Yeah, this is... It's one of those like unfathomable collaborations. It's a real um, head-scratcher. So it, it isn't even with like your standard taglines, right? Taglines, yep. huh? Um, <laughs> this is with... Tag smartwatch. Yeah, the tag um, wire connected. Yeah. Um, I remember seeing a comment somewhere like the obvious thing would be, you know, you have a Super, a Super Mario Kart collab. Mm-hmm. Do it on the fucking Monaco. Do it on a Carrera, Chronograph yeah. or whatever. You know, because, that makes you know, sense because it makes sense. Because they'll be racing, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, it's a racing pedigree kind of thing. And plus, and I, I feel like then people would be like, it, well, if, if it's well designed, if it's not like a chronograph, like this fucking Pokemon shit. Um, if it was actually a well designed Super Mario Kart mm-hmm. collaboration with, you know, a, a tag chronograph, yep. mechanical chronograph, mm-hmm. that would be pretty sick. Agreed. But instead, instead what we, we have get... is a smartwatch. Yeah. With a Mario theme. Yeah. And a bezel that features a mushroom, a pipe, and a star. Mm-hmm. And that's it. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't get it. Just just genuinely, genuinely, what the fuck? I, I don't get it at all. Why? Why does this exist? Well, well, it's all been sold out since, so um, which is very suspicious. So well. money. So okay, here's the thing. Um, our friend Horudik, shout out Horudik, sponsors, um, actually had a couple of responses because obviously he took the Mickey out of this mm-hmm. because well, because Mario. of what it is, yeah. And uh, he was mentioning, you know, like oh, um, they now mention that it's sold out. How suspicious that they release it. And then um, there's a huge deluge of just negative feedback, and then yeah. immediately you announce that it's sold out. Yeah, it sounds very similar to the travel clock. <laughs> and immediately he received a response from a fellow follower, I guess, mm-hmm. who said that no, this is not true. I called my local AD, and mm-hmm. they have six available. Okay. So Horodic's theory is that it's sold out to dealers, uh, not sold out to actual customers. And I think that makes a lot more sense. But also speaking about Hodinki and the Travel Clock, 
I do want to mention that their article on this watch is a little bit racist. Is it? I actually haven't read it. The title is It's a Me, the Tech Oyer Mario Connected Watch. Racist. So, moving on. Uh, I think we're moving on to the actual topic of the day. Is it? Oh, no. No, no, no. We have one more from Hodinki as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, go for it. This, this, this isn't exactly breaking news because I've only just checked uh, when this article came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was last year. But, you know, in but because you hadn't heard of it on, you know, in life. Yeah. You know, first time you've, you're probably hearing about this is on the Casey and John John show. So hence uh, breaking. Um, <laughs> but... But then again, at the same time, it's not really news, is it? Like, it's just telling us it's... It's a rein- It's basically reinforcing what we already knew. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the title of this article, mm-hmm. which is in entirely factual, obviously. Of course. Um, it says, study shows that, yes, people who wear watches really are superior humans. And the byline... We the are the Uber the we are Uber Mensch. We really are. So, <sighs> watches Uber Alice. <laughs> oh man. Uh, okay, anyway. so the study <laughs> was done by the University of Glasgow, yeah, College of Science and Engineering. Yeah, so you know it's legit. Yeah, because yeah. Glasgow. Because can and you can also trust science and engineering. Exactly. So this the the study basically. Yeah involved um, 112 participants. Yeah, which is a huge sample size. Huge. Absolutely the, massive. The largest sample size we've ever seen. Yes. And ranging in age from 17 to 54. Yeah. And now, this this is the brilliant part, right? Yeah. So, the, the study was done by conducting a brief personality test yeah. that consists of a simple 10-point questionnaire. Yeah. So, obviously, this is flawless. Yeah. And whatever evidence comes out from this is ironclad. Yeah, because you know the the complexity of of an individual human being right. can basically be broken down into ten points. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. And so apparently, this questionnaire evaluates introversion or extroversion, mm-hmm. a tendency to be combative, conscientiousness, and etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, apparently, based on the study. Participants who identified themselves as regular watch wearers rated themselves as significantly more conscientious when compared with controls. And they also scored lower in extraversion, agreeableness, and openness, but higher on emotional stability. Now, this is a lot to unpack. Yeah. Because, first of all, Mm -hmm. identified themselves. Yeah. Because this is a self-questionnaire. Yeah. So you can answer whatever the fuck you want. Hey, who knows you better than you, right? Yes. Why you but... don't know you? <laughs> but also, who's more biased about you than you? <laughs> right? So... Hey, hey, hey let's, let's not get into you know, the semantics. <laughs> so, um, it, they go on with... Um, what was it? Um, they they rate themselves as more conscientious, yeah. mm-hmm. which seems weird. That's like 
I, I don't know. Okay, let, let, let's just let that go. Uh, but more importantly, they score lower in mm-hmm. extraversion, which I think you can agree with, Mr. Introvert. Yes. Yeah, I'm very introvert and very shy. And then the next two are huge because they score themselves lower on agreeableness and openness, which means that we are closed fucking assholes. Yep. And disagreeable. Yeah. Yes. So maybe there's something to so it. So maybe this explains why the watch fam is so negative. Because we're all closed, disagreeable assholes. Yeah. And higher on emotional stability. Now, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that based on your song, Why You Know Nothing, <laughs> I wouldn't say that you're very emotionally stable. <laughs> because seriously though, what look, the fuck? Look, that is, that is how I stabilize myself emotionally. You know, I, I, I put it down into lyrics. I, write, I pour right. out my emotions right. onto pen and paper. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, onto a guitar or guitar sometimes. <laughs> um, and yeah, you know, that's, that's just, you know, part, part, of, part of how I am able to control my emotions. <laughs> anyway. But, okay, so, so it, it goes on into a little bit more detail. And one of the parts about being conscientious is yep. the part that says that... Uh, people who wear watches arrive at appointments earlier than non-watch wearers. Yeah. This one, I think I can personally attest to because I think I'm generally more punctual than the people around me mm-hmm. most of the time. Uh, especially a certain person who is very closely attached to me, but we shall not mention who it is. But yeah, so I think that <laughs> one is probably something I can agree with. Mm-hmm. But, okay, so I do want to bring up something which is a bit of a segue, but we're going to go on a huge segue a bit later. So, um, have you heard of the Dunning-Kruger effect? That sounds very familiar. Please explain. It's basically a bias that people have, uh, which is what we were talking about earlier, where the less you know, Uh the more you think you know. Yes. So, you know, it's sort of that curve, right? Um, and it's the reason why, like, there have been polls done on driving. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, how do you rate yourself as a driver? Yeah. And 80% of people rate themselves as above average. Yeah. So mathematically, that's not possible. Because mm-hmm. if the majority of people are above average... Then that's not then, the average. Yeah. Right? So... Yeah, so that's definitely, it's called the Dunning-Kruger effect. And it's basically where you overestimate your own abilities Mm -hmm. because you haven't found the limits. And I can definitely mention a couple of examples of this, personally speaking, because, you know, when I first started playing guitar, uh, before I started playing guitar, Mm -hmm. like when I wanted to pick it up, um, I was, you know, you watch videos of people like Eric Clapton, um, you, John Mayer, um, (laughs) people like, you know, Jimi Hendrix mm-hmm. and uh, all, all these, Jimmy Page, all these guys. And you just look at them play guitar and they just make like, it look... I can do that. Yeah, they make it look so easy. I feel like we've discussed this on the podcast before. Yes, like we many probably have. Before. Yeah. So when you watch that, you think it's easy and you yeah. think you can do it. 
But when you actually start doing it, that's when you realize that you can't. So the point here is when you know nothing about it, you think you would probably be good at it. Mm-hmm. Like you just need a bit of practice to beat that guy. So what you're saying is that when you know nothing about time, you think you're really good at time. Yeah. But actually you know- you're shit. So that's why you're late for everything. Yeah. When then, you don't pay us- attention to time. Uh-huh. You think you're early for everything. But us learned individuals, you know, those very incredibly sophisticated about the the passing of time. Uh-huh. Um, we are obviously above average because, you know. Uh, keep, keep going, Mr. doesn't set his watch when he wears them. Keep going. I'm listening. So, mm-hmm. so you, you yeah. ruined my train of thought. But anyway. You're, you're but, very but, conscious but, of time because you don't even set it. But basically, you're, uh-huh. yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's you, all you, it, you've, it's all been internalized, right? It's it's basically like how I play the guitar or Jimi Hendrix plays the guitar. Uh-huh. It's all been internalized. We don't need to think about it. That's true. I, we I will. We don't, give need you to con- we don't need to consciously think about it. We just play. I, I will give you your guitar playing is really good on this album. Yeah, big fan. Big I fan. mean, and the other albums as well. Oh yeah, yeah, but, for sure. But this, you know, I really, I really pulled out all the stops for. Uh, for why you, why you know love me. me. <laughs> okay. Speaking of why you know love me, we're going to move into the ultimate segue. And it's why we know love Stellantis. Um, so for those of you who don't know, Stellantis yeah. is the merger between Group PSA, which is like Peugeot... Public, public service announcement. No. In this case, it's Peugeot, Citroën, and a couple of other brands. Uh, Citroën. Fiat, Chrysler, automobiles. So all the brands under those. Mm -hmm. They've decided to, you know, because, you know, every car brand and every, a lot of countries as well are starting to ban internal combustion engines. Yeah. Everyone's going electric and everyone's talking about environment and stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. So Stellantis, which by the way, Speaking as a doctor sounds like a medication I would give my patients. Mm-hmm. Um, if you think Stellantis is right for you, speak to your doctor. So, yeah. Um, they've decided to come out with taglines, yeah, I guess. I guess so. Or mission statements. I, I don't know what it is. I, no, I, don't, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't call them mission statements. Yeah, probably. Um, but as a group. Yeah. Inst- no, actually, no. Not as a group, not as which a group, would have made for more like sense. each each brand within this conglomerate of car yeah. manufacturers. They've decided, yeah, they've decided to come up with a list of lines for every single brand. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and they were so ridiculous. We or all models. Yeah, all models. Yeah, and we've but, decided but, to go. But you would them. say, but you would say, models are kind of. Um, are supposed to be motivating. Yeah. And these uh, are demotivating. These... <laughs> right? Um, uh, the... Basically, basically what we're talking about is marketing. Yes. Pretty much. Good or, but, good or bad marketing. And that usually starts a particularly with, like, you know, bad a catchy, with a catchy line. Like you, you, we have in, in the car ex- uh, industry, for example, we have, we've mm-hmm. had great taglines before, right? Yep. For you sure. Know, um, Ultimate driving machine. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So let's go through some of these. And we're going to start with the weirdest one, which is, I guess, Stellantis has a commercial vehicles division. 
But yeah, we're not we're not too familiar with what exactly it is because right. in our no uh, very brief very in our very brief research before uh, embarking upon this arduous task of uh, <laughs> talking into a mic, um, we were looking up the commercial vehicles department of Stellantis and just came out short. Yeah, I and like I, I assumed it would be like maybe Fiat um, commercial vehicles because they they do make vans and mm-hmm. stuff um yeah but so do chrysler and yeah exactly. so do a lot of people right yeah, yeah. um so but, perhaps that but apparently no because the literal name for it is just commercial vehicles yeah and their tagline i think yeah. we're going to stick with tagline is or, or we can just call them statements because i think they want it to they want to refer to them as statements okay let's go yeah. with statements and the statement for Stellantis's commercial vehicles yeah. is the global leader in e-commercial vehicles. Okay, cool. Cool. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. What? Like, I think you were mentioning, right? Like, marketing students. Be- yeah, basically, basically, this is like first year. Hell, I, I think I think first year marketing students would do right. a lot better job than this. This is like. This is like Trash. maybe maybe when you're in um, seventh grade, right? <laughs> like trying to figure out what you want to do in life, and then you you take up like a, a a marketing course, and then you know with your with your limited vocabulary, or you know like this is one of the run of the mill submissions when describe uh, this one in ten words or less yeah. to win a prize. Yeah. This would be one of the submissions, I think. Yeah, right. But 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 okay. Here's the thing. Um, this is definitely not the worst one. In fact, I would no. I would say it's kind of straight to the point. Yeah, it's it's not it's not great. It's well, it it's worse. definitely not great, and but it's not it's not terrible. It's not. I wouldn't say low. I wouldn't even say it's bad. But yes, as, as you're as you're saying, it's probably because the standards have been set so low for this. Yes. But as as a general statement, this is just a general statement. Yeah. Yeah, that that's what yeah. it is. So next one is from Ram. So yeah. for our non-American Canadian listeners who don't know, Ram is basically a division of I think Dodge. Yeah. Uh which makes huge motherfucking trucks. Yeah. Like um if you know the Ford Ranger, I guess most of the world knows what a Ford Ranger is. Mm-hmm. Like or the F, Ford, uh, I think it's F one fifty, right? Yeah, but I don't know if that's very common outside of America. Merc. I feel like they use that in Australia as well. Okay, but then again, but, Australia is basically America light, so yeah, that's true. So Ram is basically F one fifty and up. I think I don't think Ram mm. makes any small pickup trucks, but basically all I know Ram for is huge pickup trucks, right? Yeah, and um, to illustrate the point, like. Ford has the F one fifty, right? Mm-hmm. Ram has the fifteen hundred because mm-hmm. they have to be because it's ten times bigger. Yeah, yeah. And the way like Ford has the F two fifty, the Ram has the twenty five hundred. Yeah. This is this is definitely for people with small PPs. That is not John. That's not like John because yes, you know, correct. Because yeah. John has a John huge like, PP. John likes small cars. Yes. So I like, I like you know um, I like the Fiat five hundred. Yeah, it's very cute, small. Which yeah, we shall very, get to. Very assured of your masculinity and the size of your pecker. Or maybe even like the Abarth. 
which we will get I to. Do, I do like the Abarth. Which we'll get to. But Rams <laughs> tagline, having these huge ass, huge emissions, terrible MPGs, uh-huh. their line is built to serve a sustainable planet. Yeah, Well, I mean, if, if they're going to build electrical vehicles, and this is, bear in mind, this is all for the electrical future, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, turning a new leaf, so, so to speak. Here's the thing. They haven't, I, as far as I'm aware, they don't have a single electrified vehicle. I may be wrong because I don't care about RAM. But they probably but don't. They probably don't. And this really sounds like something that was like, it's it's been it's been created by someone who's been dragged kicking and screaming into the electrified world. Mm-hmm. So yeah, nah, try again, Ram. Okay, and and also also if, if the thing is, so the term sustainable or sustainability likes to be thrown around quite a fair bit, but no one really mm-hmm. wants to outline what exactly sus- being sustainable means. Right, and that brings us to the next one. Yes. Peugeot, yeah. with um, turning sustainable mobility into quality time. Right. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah. This is, yeah, this is just baffling, man. So what do you think quality time is? Um, if we're talking about like one of the five love languages, quality time is, you know, time spent without outside distractions. It's like just mm-hmm. you and your partner. Mm-hmm. Together, yep. you know, that that's be, generally what quality time yeah, is, right? Exactly. Time spent with loved ones, yeah, um, bonding, interacting without distractions. I yeah. think that's about it. Yeah. What the fuck does that have to do with sustainable mobility? Mm. I think I think that the thinking in terms of time and distance and right. speed, right. So, so they, they go really slowly. So they, they want sustainable quality speed. Or or do they want sustainable vehicles that move really slowly so that you have more quality time with the people in your car? But there's a lot of I mean that's but there's a lot of distractions in the cars and then you have to change the radio or whatever you're listening to. Oh, no one listens to the radio nowadays. Everyone's on like Spotify or some shit, right? Yeah. There's more and more um infotainment yeah. in the car right now. Um Anyway. Yeah, so that's just baffling. And the next one <laughs> comes from Opel slash Vauxhall, yeah. which I think have kind of become co-branded in Europe. Especially. No, there's no more Holden, is there? Yeah, and Holden's gone. <laughs> and their statement is, green is the new cool. Which is the uncoolest line. But it's also oh very God, on point for this year. That is so lame. But it's very on point for this year because everyone's releasing green stuff. <laughs> right? But if everyone's doing it, it's still cool. That's a good point. Oh. Well, if you ask the people who are bidding on the Antiquorum 5711 Patek, yeah. then yes, it, green is cool. Uh, okay. Uh, I, I don't even want to waste time on this one. So what's the next one? The next is uh is Maserati, mm-hmm. which um and it's this well the statement says the best in performance luxury electrified. So okay, I'm straight. To I'm gonna point. say this may be one of the better ones. Yeah, I guess so. 
because it's kind of like you mentioned to the point. Yeah. But it also sounds better than the global leader in performance luxury electrified. Yeah. Right. So this one's not terrible. It's yeah. I think we can give this one a pass. Yeah. So moving on to Lancia, a legendary brand. Incredibly legendary. But which is also basically a zombie right now. Yeah. Because they're not producing anything now, are they? They are, but I think it's only in Italy. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they're making like a single car that's only Italy. I can't remember, but I think... It's a rebatch. Well, obviously, car, but I, gone I, are the days of the Delta and yeah, was it Delta Elite? Integrale Integral. and all the legendary yeah. cars. Their statement which, is, which kind of does the opposite to their statement, right? So their statement <laughs> is the most elegant way to protect the planet. Yeah, as a, as opposed to like ripping it up. Yeah, but like oh, pretty much literally. So I didn't know that being irrelevant was elegant. Yeah. Because I think that's pretty much what they are now. Yeah. They're irrelevant right now. Yeah. So basically what, what they're trying to say is um, be elegant through your irrelevance and that in turn protects the planet. Yep. If you don't exist, you can't destroy anything. Yeah. And I guess it's kind of elegant in a zen kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the next one? Uh, we have Jeep, um, registered property of Chrysler, I assume. This, Stellantis. This is Stellantis now. Um, I mean, that's that's the this is the only um, brand out of however many there are here that with a has, trademark, oh, with yeah, a registered, yeah, with a mark. registered uh, mark. So it has. So it, well, the statement is zero emission freedom because America. What's more American than freedom, right? And what's more American, Jeep? Yeah, but what's what's Completely un-American, like zero emissions. Yeah, that's also true. <laughs> is it freedom if you're limited to zero emissions? Exactly. Right. Like but, okay, and then you know, you know, think about it, man. Mm-hmm. Zero emissions. What are you going to come after next? Farting. If the Democrats up to this, they're going to come door to door and measure your farts. Think about <laughs> it. Just putting yeah. it out there. Wake up, sheeple. <laughs> But okay, so I don't hate this one because Jeep is kind of off road, mm-hmm. right? Like the, the the Jeep Wrangler, especially. Um, it's very much. Can the you name any other Jeeps? <laughs> yes, I can. The Cherokee, the Grand Cherokee, the Rubicon. No, I think that's a trim line. But yeah, okay. So there's there's more than one. There's more than a Wrangler. Yes, and zero emission freedom in a way in like expresses i think the fact that you can go off-road and you can go anywhere you want yeah with zero emissions i think you're i think you may be stretching it but you probably got the point of it anyway yeah i i may be making excuses for them yeah but yeah i i think we think that's that's what what, they're going for yeah i think so and what's the next one oh we have ds automobiles which um no we have fiat Oh my god, I've I've I completely for, forgot about Fiat. Um, yes, we have Fiat. And this one's terrible. This yeah. Um, but I think <laughs> I think this 
took inspiration from uh, shit, Watches and Wonders. Oh, I thought where... I thought you were gonna say the Three Musketeers. Mm, yeah. Okay. Now that you right? say it, I can see. Um, but uh-huh. my thing is, it took inspiration from Watches and Wonders because mm. you know every watch manufacturer out there are putting out green dial watches. Mm-hmm. If only one person's going green, that doesn't that doesn't matter, right? Yep. But if everyone goes green, that's how you get something like it's only green when it's green for all. <laughs> oh, so much cringe. So I, I think what they were going for, because Fiat makes, you know, the Fiat 500, as you yes. mentioned. So they do make economical, accessible cars. Yes. So I guess they're trying to say that, you know, if you make economical, green, electrified cars, then that's what matters. Because there's no point having super high-end electrified cars, because mm-hmm. you have to get the majority of people in electrified cars. Yeah. So it's only green, it's green for all. But Jesus Christ, that's so fucking cheesy. Yeah. All for one and one for all. It's only green when it's green for all. <laughs> Oh, man, that's just... Who's putting these seven graders up to watch the fucking musketeers, man? Right. Uh, So, okay, next one is from DS Automobiles, which is a division of Citroën, I think. Right, okay. Right? So it's basically their... The Lexus. Yeah, the bath of Fiat or the Lexus of Toyota. It's the M Um, division. (laughs) Yes. And their line is... The art of travel magnified. See, I, I don't, I don't get this. I don't get why, why, why magnified. This is genuinely the worst one, I think. Yeah, exactly. What the fuck? What? What? Why like, are you magnifying? Like it's okay. It, like it's if they had gone the art of travel electrified, electrified which makes right? complete sense. That would right. That would be like, I would, I would say that would be one of the better ones. Agree. That would actually be good. Yeah. But because, because it's like the other, like some other bad ones are because it's fucking lame, right? Yep. Like the, the previous one for Fiat. This yes. is just, this is nonsense. This is just confusing. Yeah. What are you, what magnifying? Are you magnifying? Right. So like, it, I, I think we can quote from this Jalopnik article, which was yeah. from Jason Toczynski. Shout out Jason, sponsors Jalopnik. Um, he said, what are you magnifying? Are you just making the cars bigger? Mm-hmm. Are you magnifying like solar radiation? Like, what the fuck are you magnifying? And yeah, seriously, this I think generally this is one of the worst, mm-hmm. if not the worst. And yeah, I I don't even know what they were trying to do. Yeah, what does magnified mean here? I don't know. Ah, it's so confusing. So let's not be confused anymore. Like, and move on to the next one. Ugh. Yeah. Go for it. Um, we have Dodge. Mm-hmm. That says, tear up the streets, not the planet. And the, f- the first thing is, aren't the streets on the planet? Haven't we torn up the planet to pave the streets? Right. Yeah. And since, you're te- since and- you've torn up the planet to put the streets... And then you're tearing up the streets. Is it not still the planet? Yeah. Are you not, you know, 
causing more damage that you right. have to fix by paving more streets that you can that well, tear up. Tear up. It's basically this is basically like fast fashion, <laughs> but you know, road the road version of fast fashion. Yeah, pretty much. Though I I think we can all see where they're coming from, because. I think Dodge makes some of the cheapest, highest horsepower cars out there. Yeah. So, you know, the Challenger, uh, what, what's, oh God, I can't remember what's the other one. The four-door sedan that's based on the Challenger. I can't remember Charger? what it's called. Charger? Yeah, the Charger. So, um, they do have a huge amount of horsepower and they do tear up the streets. But, ah, uh, nah. Again, yeah. I don't think Dodge has an electrified model so far. Probably not. So it again, it kind of seems like they are just being forced to do it. Yeah, yeah. So having covered DS automobiles, let's move over to their parent company, Citroen, and their statement is Citroen Electric, well-being for all. I mean, this this is also another one where it's just so straightforward. Where it's like, okay, cool, but also, <laughs> what the fuck? Meh. <laughs> yeah. Well, well being for all because you're reducing what the pollution and emissions. I guess what really annoys me is the exclamation mark. Yeah. Not there's no punctuation in any of this except for like commas, right? Uh huh. Or well, I guess full stops in terms of like tear up the streets. Dot dot dot. Yeah, but this is like but, well-being for all. Well-being for all, but yeah, it's it's I don't know, man. Ah, it's it's just it's just, just bad. another Again, meh. It it also sounds weird. It doesn't sound good. Yeah, like the art of travel magnified sounds sophisticated, but means nothing. Yeah, this one just sounds weird. Yeah. Yeah. So what's next? John? The next one is uh, Chrysler. Mm-hmm. And their statement is clean technology for a new generation of families. <sighs> I mean, w- like, once, once again, the, like, like if, if any, this is like the most statement out of all these statements. Agree. All right. Yeah. It's just, it's just that. It's just exactly what yep. it says it is. Yeah. Right? It's we're making technology for future families to buy. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. So, so the, I don't think we need to talk much about talk it. Much but the next one, the next talking one, about racism. This is... I think you this, have to do this one. This is for you. Again, this, I mean, this is, this is a brand. This is a car manufacturer that is incredibly close to my heart, right? Mm-hmm. I think all of our listeners and you know... Um, this fabled Italian mark called Alfa Romeo, uh-huh. and why that matters to me. Yes. Um, but this, honestly, if it, if it, if it weren't if it weren't for DS automobiles, this is easily the worst. Agreed. This is by like by far the worst, if not for something that makes no complete, absolutely no sense. <laughs> this this one says, from 2024, Alpha becomes Alpha E Romeo. 
E for electric, obviously, because you know uh-huh. you gotta put E in front of everything to make sure people know that it's electrified. Right. And you know, gone okay, is just so, putting a lightning symbol. Now it has to be E Romeo. Fuck man. <sighs> and and the way I'm reading it is from twenty twenty four, Alpha becomes Alpha E Romeo. <laughs> Which makes it racist. I but I, I think you just made it racist. I, I agree. I, I'm racist. <laughs> because I spotted England and England lost, so screw Italy. But <laughs> yeah. Um what what? What? I I think these this could have been made meh by simplifying it to from twenty twenty four, Alpha Romeo becomes electrified. I don't know. Or Alpha Romeo goes electric. But the way this has been phrased, why is the E in the middle of Alpha Romeo? Why did they say like when it starts? None of this says anything about that. I, see, I think cause, it's because like a state like a statement like this, you would have to change it after 2024. I, I think what they're trying to go for is to remind people like you the Alphisties, that yeah. they will continue making internal combustion engines until 2024. So, so it's like if you want an, if you want a proper engine, you buy you it have now. until 2024. <laughs> you yeah. buy it now. Exactly. <laughs> I, I think that's what they're going for. In, and if that really is what they're going for, yeah. I guess it's going to work. Yeah. Because you are now reminded of when it is. Yeah, so, I guess so. Yeah. So, the last one. A Barth. The performance wing of Fiat. Yes. This is also one of the worst ones, I think. <laughs> so, the yeah. statement is... I mean, this, is, this is just lame as fuck. It's lame and it's also confusing. Yeah. Heating up people, <laughs> but not the planet. Wait, <laughs> why are you heating people like, up? Like, I don't want to be hot, man. Is the aircon gonna break on your car? <laughs> it's an but, Italian car, so it probably will. Right? Well, like, and, that's... and okay, then then this also goes back to, to Alpha Romeo becoming Alpha E Romeo. Yeah. It's gonna break down. There's absolutely right. no doubt that it's gonna break down. Right? <laughs> the electronics so... is just gonna get fucked. <laughs> like, cause that's what the Italians are famous for, right? <laughs> Their electronics. Yeah. So oh my god. <laughs> Heating up people, but not the planet. Oh my god! What what does that mean? I know you make hot hatches. Yeah. But hot hatches don't heat people up, or at least they're not supposed to. Yeah. So, what what the fuck does this mean? No, you hit it right on the nail. It, it's gonna break down. The electronics <laughs> are just gonna stop working, and then the air conditioner is gonna be off, and then people are gonna get hot. And like within within a minute, it's just gonna be burning. <laughs> Fire! Or, 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 you know, Italian cars also like to catch fire. Yeah. So maybe it's also that. Or blow up. It or happens. Blow up. Speaking from experience. Pretty much. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I, I, I think I've had enough of this. And it's a good thing that we're done with this list because Look. I think it's time to end the podcast. Look, um, I mean, before we end, we should we definitely need to suggest that Stellantis hire a better marketing team. 
like us. And also sponsor us. Yes. Yeah. We, we can do your marketing work for you. Yeah. So, hit us up. Yeah. Whoever's in charge of Stellantis. And we can help you write lines that are yeah. definitely better whenever, whatever drivel this was. We can write songs for it as well. Why you no go green? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Why so. you bump petrol? <laughs> Why you got exhaust fumes? <laughs> Why you carbon dioxide? Okay. Why are you polluting? <laughs> okay, I think I think we could probably go on for another hour. So let's quit while we're behind. And again, guys, if you haven't checked it out, go and check out John John Mayer's new album um, on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Music, wherever it is. It's called Sob Songs. It's called Sob Rock. Sob Rock. Yeah. Sorry, I, I, I forgot my How own. How can you forget your own title? Because... Uh... Just unloved. Cause why you no love me? Yes. And on that note, it's time to end the podcast. Thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you in the next one. So um how many weeks away are we from our one year anniversary now? Three weeks, I think. Oh two wait, two? Two weeks. Two from here, I think. Yes. Yeah. So uh yeah. thanks everyone for tuning in. Yeah, we'll, and we'll have well definitely have something very special lined up for that. So uh, you know, keep keep listening. Stay tuned. Please. Yeah. And we'll catch you guys <laughs> in the next one. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Casey and John John Show. The Casey and John John Show may cause abdominal discomfort, flatulence, reduced sex drive, and alcohol dependence. The Casey and John John Show is approved by one out of ten doctors. Casey and John John do not take any responsibility for any side effects experienced from listening to their podcast.